Good morning. I am Dr. Anirban Sinha, endocrinologist and assistant professor of endocrinology in Medical College, Kolkata. I'm going to discuss a case study for diabetes management. As we know, diabetes is a very increasing uh, pandemic, almost as big as the COVID pandemic. And so in the presence of COVID pandemic, it is very important to get a good glycemic control to avoid the complications. So in this perspective, we discuss a case of a 68 year old woman returns uh, to our clinic, follow up visit three months after initiation of a SGD2 inhibitor. Uh, they very commonly use the new available drug, which is very good for glycemic control with add-on benefits of cardiovascular and renal protection. So we start this uh, very commonly, and this is the common scenario we get when the patients follow up. This patient came up after three months with the initiation of empagliflozin 10 milligram for her diabetes. Glucose levels have been improved from 8.1 Hb1c to uh, 8.5 to around 8. Uh, it goes down and then, but this patient has some complaints. She complains of vaginal pruritus itching in this genital region, which is owing for the last few weeks. And that is increasing. And that is suggestive of yeast infection. Diagnosis of vaginal candidiasis is uh, of this patient has been documented and patient was given a fluconazole tablets. After reviewing the laboratory test results, we have noticed on treatment of empagliflozin, H1C results, as I said, improved from 8.9 to 8.2, but it is not still as good as what we're supposed to get around 7 or 7.5 at least. So with the patient GFR at present is 69 ml per minute because this is important to document and ideally we all need to document this one because if the patient develops uh, any complications what we first look for is the GFR and dose of any drug or initiation of any drug is depending on the GFR so we need to calculate the GFR and I highlight every time to my students as well as my fellow colleagues that we need to do a simple GFR calculation from our phone itself uh, softwares are available so egfr calculation from mdrd or ckdpi whatever you can you can do it and you can detect your gfr level of the patient and decide your drugs accordingly so this patient on sgl2 inhibitor is increasingly important oral medication class we understand that for the last few years we have been increasingly using it to as the recent guidelines also stated that add on cardiovascular and renal benefits so their results are broadly similar amount of glucose loading compared to the other drugs as well as it is a very good blood pressure reduction as well as weight reduction which is a very important component of the patients for this reason we need to go for these drugs as a priority sometimes especially in the younger patients this also reduced cardiovascular and renal outcome in the high risk group as i have discussed and also important for the patients of whether heart failure present or not in the type 2 diabetic patients SGL2 inhibitor reduces the hyperglycemia in the diabetes, increasing urinary excretion of the glucose. That is the basic mechanism. So it increases the infection of genital infection, both urinary infection as well as genital mycotic infection. It increases almost around 2.5 to 6 fold of these infections. And development of genital mycotic infection, as I've said, it is more common in the clinical trials. It is around 4 to 6%, as we have seen in this current pace. And distress the patient for using this continuation of this medication. And sometimes, honestly, we have to stop the medication. And now we have to look for how we can avoid the situation and continue to give the patient this benefit of these new drugs. So when we combine this patient with SGL2 inhibitor and DP4 inhibitors, 
uh, others as a suitable component for management of the H1s reduction because both the drugs works in synergy. So, as I've said, just one point I can say that maybe one is increasing the glucagon level, another decreases the glucagon level. So the glucagon level, which is very important in the diabetic patients, and sometimes it is elevated in the diabetic patient, it is a bit balanced if we combine the acetylene inhibitor and DP4 inhibitors together. So combination of these two drugs offers a suitable component of strategy to achieve the target HB1C without increasing the risk of hypoglycemia and weight gain because acetylene inhibitor cause weight loss and DP4 inhibitors either weight neutral or cause certain amount of weight loss. So together, uh, these two can collectively improve the glycemic control as well as improve the weight control of most of the obese diabetic patient. And reduction of the genital infection has been documented when we use acetylene inhibitor with a DP4 inhibitor, there are many hypotheses on this. And this is a documented in the different studies as well because it's a better glucose control. And all the possible other mechanisms are yet to be, there are hypotheses, but they are to be proven again. In clinical practice, genital infection is a barrier for many patients, especially the females. And because the infection is quite common in the female, especially the elderly females, is very common. And sometimes the balanoprostatitis also have been documented in many of the males. So we have to be careful when we prescribe any acetylene inhibitor to the diabetic patients. And that to be explained to the patient to take extra water or maybe maintain the hygiene of the genital patient, genitalia. And in addition to the local hygiene, we can add, add this medication, add on uh, to the acetylene inhibitor. We can add DP4 inhibitor, which can reduce the incidence of uh, dental mycotic infection and ATI significantly. There are putative mechanisms whereby this reduces the risk. For example, a combination reduces both the glycemia as well as glycosuria, which is the effect of the acetylene inhibitor. So glycosuria is also reduced because it decreases the glycemia per se, thereby it reduces the infection risk. And also DP4 inhibitor per se can actively present in some yeast, which can block the attachment of the yeast, molds, and bacteria in the genital area. And thereby inhibition may directly modify the microorganism function in the genital area. So this is another hypothesis why DP4 inhibitor can improve the, the outcome of the patients uh, and thereby improves the risk, decrease the risk of infection in the patients on acetylene inhibitor. This highly speculative and hypothesis has yet to be tested experimentally, but this can be pretty well documented in the different studies that at least it decreases the infection risk. So whenever we use the acetylene inhibitor, if the patient is not adequately glycemic control, or if the patient complains of the urinary infection, uh, definitely we can add the DP4 inhibitor in combination of acetylene inhibitor in these patients. And especially if the reduce the pill burden, if we can combine these two medicines, nowadays these are available. So it will be better for the patient compliance as well. So thank you very much.